The Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is The Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Lizer on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome in to another edition of The Movie Zone. He's Adrian Lizer. I'm Austin Horton, and uh, we are the E Street Band this week on The Zone Sports Network. Uh, best saxophonist ever played in the E Street Band. Uh, now, now his name is escaping me. Clarence Clemens. Nice. Uh, may he rest so peacefully. Uh, he made such beautiful sounds with that saxophone of his. And yes, we have a Bruce Springsteen uh, topic uh, flavor to the show this week. Yes. How are you, sir? I am good. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank doing you for your fine. help this week. Good, sir. Uh, thank you for your help every week, it seems. <laughs> what so. else can I thank you for? Uh, well, uh, let's, got, let's keep helping each ask. other. I, I've made a list here of uh, things you should. Uh, you know, we do have a great crew. That didn't of, really work. We've got a great crew of producers around here who help each other out when people miss and things like that. So it's one of the and perks of working Lloyd. here. Yeah. And then we have Lloyd. <laughs> I hope he's having a great vacation as well. I hope it's raining. Hope it's a great vacation, but I hope that it's is raining. your go-to. <laughs> hope you have a great time. I hope it rains. People think I'm serious because <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's 100% serious. Austin tells that to everyone who goes on vacation. Yeah. I hope it's great, but I hope it rains. You're going to Hawaii for a week? Man, hope it's the best time ever, and I hope it rains. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean both wholeheartedly, <laughs> sincerely, genuinely. <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah, we got some, a Bruce Springsteen-type movie to talk about. We got actually six movies opening this week mm-hmm. at the Megaplex Theaters. Uh, we'll see if we can get to all of them. A poll question that will uh, end all poll questions until next week's poll question in segment two. And some movie news and rumors to boot. But Adrian, before we get too far removed from tradition, 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 who made some money last week? And you don't, in the words of the show Letter Kenny, you don't bleep with tradition. <laughs> um, I've got a couple things to tell you, Austin. Scary scary stories to tell in the dark was the newest movie that made the most $20 million. Uh, Dora the Explorer uh, made $17 million, and that's pretty much it. What led the way was Fast and the Furious again, but didn't make a ton. Um, but the year to date goes like this. In fifth, Al Adam. In fourth, Spider-Man. In third, Captain Marvel. What? And in second, for a movie that everyone seemingly said was crap, <laughs> but went to multiple, multiple times, is The Lion King. In second place, which thanks wow. to now it's at one point one three three seven billion dollars, which Austin puts it as the highest grossing animated film of all time. It surpassed Frozen this weekend. But it's terrible. But it's awful. Why would anyone ever want to see that or make that? They should be ashamed and embarrassed of themselves. Stop it. It's a fun, fun movie. And as Billy Eichner says in the movie, my favorite line of the whole movie. What fun! Exactly. So, enjoy Mine was, how are you doing in as little words as possible? Because that's kind of how I feel how in my daily life. How are you doing life. in as little words as possible? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I feel in my day-to-day life. So. <laughs> Both Billy Eichner lines. Yes. He stole the movie, really. He did, yeah. And who's number one, then? Uh, that would be Avengers. Okay. By a long way. <laughs> They're over two billion, ain't they? They're nearing three. <laughs> 2. How are they still making box office money? Or is this total well, gross? This now? Is total gross. Okay. So now we're getting into. I saw the uh, the old um, commercials are out now. Own the digital copy soon. So it's about to. You still haven't been able to own that thing. No. Why? They like to make you wait. You can't even rent it yet. 
I think you can own the digital now, but you can't rent it even. Huh. So, all right, there you go. Box office report: Disney is uh, doing just fine, unless you're a, unless you're a stockholder. Stock yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you, Adrian. Appreciate yes. the box office yes, report. You're welcome. Let's dial out to the movie zone phone. We will hear at least four of the six movies opening this week. Starting it with, it better be Shark Week, baby. Why? Well, oh, I see. We'll we'll have to see if we we'll get, get to that, that later. Uh, but starting with the boss. Hello, and welcome to Movie Zone Phone for the Larry H. Miller Megaplex Theaters. For popular movies and showtimes, please press one. For Toy Story Four, please press one. For Dora the Explorer, please press two. For Blinded by the Light, please press 3. You've selected Blinded by the Light, starring Vivi Kalra. For plot description, please say, tell me more. Tell me more. Jafat is the British teen of Pakistani descent growing up in 1987 England amidst the racial and economic turmoil of the times. He writes poetry is a means to escape the intolerance of his hometown and the inflexibility of his traditional father. But when a classmate introduces him to the music of Bruce Springsteen, Javed sees parallels to his working class life in the powerful lyrics. As Javed discovers an outlet for his own pent-up dreams, he also begins to express himself in his own voice. Blinded by the Light is rated PG-13 and earns 6.3 out of 10 stars from imdb.com and a 92% fresh rating from Rotten Tomatoes. For tickets and showtimes, please visit megaplextheaters.com. I wanted to start with this movie because I feel like it's going to be kind of like yesterday. Uh, It's kind of got a similar background, similar setting, similar idea with different plot. Uh, where this kid is inspired by Springsteen music in England, but he's of Pakistani uh, descent and on. You just heard it all right there. But um, I feel like yesterday didn't get the box office attention it deserved, and everyone I hear that goes to it really enjoyed it. And I told you it was my favorite movie in five years. Yeah. we're. And I feel like this is going to be a similar tale where not a lot of people end up seeing it this week. Mm-hmm. Maybe don't even see a lot of it in its theater run, but will be remembered as several people uh, d- down the year or down the line for the years. People will bring it up as an under the radar good movie. Yeah, we're at this time of movie making where the reason all these movies make so much money is because no one goes to see anything else. They'll only go and see the big name movies. No one just goes to the movie. It seems that this is just my opinion. It seems that people don't go to the movies to see something like this. They'll just wait it out. Well, there's but, no one in a super cape. Right. They'll catch it later. I don't get to watch. We just talked about how great Lion King is, but it's along the same lines. They're going to go see that, and they're going to skip Blinded by the Light and mm. wait to catch it on Netflix or something. Yeah. Which is too bad. Some of the like movies are made to see in the theaters a lot of times. Oh, yeah. Especially movie like a movie that has to do with music, like Yesterday or This, which has to do with Bruce Springsteen. Or Bohemian Rhapsody. Right. You want to yeah. hear that in that Dolby surround sound or whatever they've got in all these different theaters. Like you want to hear, you want to feel it as the that if as it hits. But people miss out on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to feel that in your seat. You, you want to feel Freddie Mercury's voice, you know. But people don't do that. So yeah, right, exactly. That was dead on. It's close. Now. So maybe if you're looking for something a little different. Check out Blinded by the Light, because I think it's got a chance to be a pretty good film. And I hear a lot from people all the time about 
there's never any new ideas. They're, They're just there. warming it up yeah. again. They're just reheating things over and over and over and over. Talking to you, Jake Scott. That's what I hear from him every single week. Is there a new idea or not? No, there's not. There's just another superhero movie. There's just another Disney remake. Yeah. Well, here we are. Here's a fresh take, a new idea. That's Go what, and see it. That's why you listen to this show, because you don't see a lot of commercials, because they're going to show you what they want to make money off of. And someone may buy a Blind by the Light 30-second spot somewhere. Yeah. And you might catch it. Oh, I've only seen 12 to 15-second little teasers on youtube right ahead of other videos and I'm that's why these things fall through the cracks so maybe go check this out maybe you hate it maybe you don't but you went to go see something different yeah for me it's a go yeah i give it a go i like bruce springsteen music seems like something i'd be interested in and that brings us to our poll question of the week here on the movie zone what's your nomination for best under the radar movies or a movie known but you seemingly saw but was still really good or simply an underrated flick i'm at austin horton he's at ap Lizer. get on twitter uh, answer that poll question, play along, have some fun with us. We'll get to your uh, poll question responses on the air coming up in segment two. All right, let's dial back out to the Movie Zone phone for the second submission here on the Movie Zone. Hello, and welcome to Movie Zone phone for the Larry H. Miller Megaplex Theaters. For popular movies and showtimes, please press one. For Aladdin. Please press 1. For Brian Banks, please press 2. For Good Boys, please press 3. You've selected Good Boys. Produced by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. For plot description, please say, tell me more. Tell me more. Invited to his first kissing party, 12-year-old Max asks his best friends Lucas and Thor for some much-needed help on how to pucker up. When they hit a dead end, Max decides to use his father's drone to spy on teenage girls next door. When the boys lose their drone, they skip school and hatch a plan to retrieve it before Max's dad can figure out what happened. Good Boys is rated R and earned 5.5 out of 10 stars from imdb.com. For tickets and showtimes, please visit Megaplex Theaters. Uh, this is uh, looks. Is this, is this from the mind of Seth Rogen? Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. And uh, what's his writing buddy's name that does all those movies with him that I'm not remembering right now? Oh well, I don't remember the forgotten writer that's yeah. always with Seth Rogen. Sorry about that guy. Uh, but Good Boys, it's going to be raunchy. It's going to be naughty. It's going to be bad. It's going to be irreverent. It's going to be super bad for. 10-year-olds. Yeah, 6th graders. But meaning the subject in the movie is that age. Yeah. That age of person probably should not yet go see this movie. I would agree with you there. <laughs> but Certainly there will be R. so many that do. Yeah. And I, I I don't mean to criticize. I really don't mean to criticize how people parent. It is your right, your prerogative to raise your children how you think you should. I wouldn't take my child to see this movie. I probably wouldn't either. But I'm a hypocrite because I would go see this movie myself. Yes. And uh, people, uh, people when they go to movies, sometimes get a kick of seeing the kids cursing and things like that, you know? And that's what this is going to be about. wonder how this is going to be about 12 year olds dropping F bombs. Yeah. Anytime I see a young actor in this type of film, I wonder, are you going to make it? Right. Like in real life? Is it, are you going to be all right? Because this is some. There's some subject matter in this movie that is being introduced to those kids for the very first time ever, Mm -hmm. and they're 9, 10, 11 years old. But that's the industry. That's why their parents let them get into that industry. That's up to them. And hey, they got a theatrical movie. And they'll make money. From the guys who brought you Super Bad Neighbors and Sausage Party. Very funny guys. Yeah. 
very uh, out of control, raunchy, yeah. inappropriate guys, but funny. Uh, so, so we'll see. I don't. This is like a five dollar Tuesday, maybe for me. If not a, I'll catch it later kind yeah. of thing. I'll be real with you. This is a wait later in case I don't like it or in case I feel completely guilty for watching it. I right. can bail without feeling like I'm losing money. If I yeah. wait till it's on Netflix or wherever, I'm at home. I can just get out of it real quick. But uh, if you are looking for a movie where just the boys or just the gals this weekend want to go out and be immature and laugh this is your movie right <laughs> and there will be a lot of people that see this movie i promise i agree all right there you go two more movies opening this week on Me- at megaplex theaters hello and welcome to movie zone phone for the larry h miller megaplex theaters for popular movies and showtimes please press one for lion king please press one for hobbs and shaw please press two for Where'd You Go, Bernadette, please press 3. You've selected Where'd You Go, Bernadette, starting Kate Blanchett, Kristen Wiig, and Judy Greer. For plot description, please say, tell me more. Tell me more. Bernadette Fox seems to have it all a beautiful home, a loving husband, and a brilliant teenage daughter. When Bernadette suddenly disappears, her concerned family sets off an exciting adventure to solve the mystery of where she might have gone. Where'd you go, Bernadette? is rated PG-13. For tickets and showtimes, please visit megaplextheaters.com. I know nothing about this movie other than Sandra Bullock. She's made a lot of really good movies. I'm sorry, not Sandra Bullock. You, you, Kate Blanchett. You, you tricked me. Sorry, my bad. You told me, Sandra, it's Kate Blanchett, and uh, you know how I feel about Kate Blanchett. You're not a fan. Not really. You think Titanic sucked? It did. She's not in Titanic. Is she not? Oh. That's Kate Winslet. Oh, you're right. See, yeah, we're all confused. Kate Blanchett ruined the Indiana Jones franchise. Well, I think she ruined pretty. it with aliens. Anyone who plays Galadriel, you're good in my book. Okay, there. Uh, she was all right in that Ocean's 8, I yeah. thought. Uh, but not a huge, big fan of Kate Blanchett. Where'd you go, Bernadette, is a don't go for me. What say you, Adrian Lizer? I, I don't know. I don't know if I'm like the target audience. Necessarily. Who is the target audience, do you think? Mothers, maybe? Okay. No, you don't really fit that description. No, but... It's got a cool. It's got a good cast. I mean, you've got Kristen Wiig, Judy Greer. You've got Lawrence Fishburne. So like, there's people in it that I've heard of. Has Kristen Wiig made a good movie other than Bridesmaids? Maybe um, the new Ghostbusters was pretty funny. Uh, I liked The Secret Life of Walter Mitty myself. But, but she's not really Kristen Wiig in that, is she? She's not funny, right? No, she's not. But sometimes they can do more serious things she's gonna be in the next uh wonder woman that she's, is correct. she's playing cheetah so we'll see how that works as she slips into the uh the uh superwoman role why am i thinking she was in the solo movie was she in the solo movie no i don't think so ah why am i thinking that oh well i think she's very funny i do too but we'll see Oh, The Martian. I'm thinking. Oh, The Martian. Yeah. Kind of a a thing there, and in Masterminds as well. She's fine, Uh, and I think maybe I maybe I miss out on a good movie here, but I don't want to see. Where'd you go, Bernadette? She's definitely one of the actors or actresses that left SNL and hit it big early, and then hasn't quite since. So, but 
I'm sure her bank account. I'm is sure she's fine. fine. Yeah, she got a new TV show coming out. She does called uh, Bless the Hearts, I guess. So I'll probably check that out. Right. So we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, one more movie, at least on the Movie Zone phone this week. Tell me more. Red Chuck Bomb and the rest of their featherhead friends are surprised when a green pig suggests they put aside their differences and unite to fight a common threat. Aggressive birds from an island covered in ice are planning to use elaborate weapon to destroy the fowl and swine away of their life. After picking their best and brightest, the birds and pigs come up with a scheme to infiltrate the island, deactivate the device, and return to their respective paradises intact. Angry Birds 2 is rated PG. And earned 6.1 out of 10 stars from imdb.com. Four tickets at showtimes. Please visit megaplextheaters.com. <laughs> this was uh, highly unneeded, unnecessary. Can't believe they're making it. Can't believe it's been made. Didn't know it was being made. Didn't know it was opening this week. Will not be seen. Angry Birds 2. If I have anything to say about it, which I probably don't. So I'll probably be seeing this on a $5 Tuesday. By that, I mean my wife loves animated movies. Yeah, it, the first one made $352 million. That's why there's a second one. A lot of people play that stupid little game. Yep. Saw the first movie. Their kids liked it. Now they know that those same parents will bring those exactly. same kids. Kids want to watch animated birds fight animated pigs. That's it's a tale as old as time, Austin. With some fart jokes yep. <clears throat> and uh, underwear, birds in their underwear. <laughs> you know, like, and they have, like, there's funny people in these movies. It's just like, just like Josh Gad's hilarious. Leslie Jones is hilarious. Jason Sudeikis is hilarious. Bill Hader is hilarious. Yeah. Leslie Jones is in this? Yeah. Later Tiffany in the Haddish, show? Danny McBride, Peter Dinklage, Pete Davidson, Zach Woods, Maya Rudolph. Like, it's got like the name, it's got like names. But it's not, I don't know. I'll see it because I like animated movies. But. Yeah. Uh, later in the show, I'll tell you my Leslie Jones encounter. You encountered her? Yeah. In real life? Uh-huh. Was it positive or negative? It was very positive. Okay, cool. But not everyone I was with realized who she was. Oh, really? Oh. she liked it. That sounds like a movie's news and rumors kind of story. That's correct. So yes. stay tuned for that. All right. Two movies that didn't make the cut with the movies on phone but are opening this week. <laughs> Oh, okay, we'll start there. Sorry. I don't know what <laughs> Not sounds... the romantic comedy. No, I don't... You want to start with the... I don't know Is why... that what a shark says? I don't know if that's what a shark makes. But 47 meters down. Don't go and ruin underground no, cities. No, 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 no. 47 meters down. Uncaged. There you go. There it is. The sequel. The sequel to the first one? With Mandy Moore. Oh! She's not in this one. Was that Spoiler? called 47 meters down? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, and it was like last you know. summer. They just slapped a sequel together like nothing. Probably from the stuff that didn't make the first movie, they just made a second movie out of it. These girls, they went diving in a ruined underwater city and found that something else lives there. Now, a couple weeks ago, we had the oceans rising that brought the crocodiles into this house in Crawl. Yeah, Crawl. Now, yeah. these girls are going 
I mean, you get what you get. You're going you go, to their turf. Yeah. When you get into the ocean, you get what you get. Okay. I'm yeah. Just, there's a there's a billion undiscovered species yes. in the ocean, right. folks. You want you go surfing at your own peril. I'm sure there's that? a shark this size somewhere out there. And then uh, the romantic comedy Ode to Joy, probably a good date night movie. Other than that, we'll uh, I'll probably catch that years down the line on some demand service, on demand service rather. Probably not because I'm a romantic comedy. Uh, sucker, yeah. but I'm not going to go to the theater to see it. No, I like Martin Freeman though, so there you go. All right, there you go. That is in review. 47 meters down on Caged, Ode to Joy, Angry Birds 2, Where'd You Go, Bernadette, Good Boys, and Blinded by the Light. If you uh, have seen everything else, you've got a couple you can go see this weekend yeah. at the Megaplex Theaters. Coming up next, we'll get to your poll question responses. Blinded by the Light, I'm figuring, will be an under-the-radar good movie. That brings us to the poll question up next at Austin Horton, at AP Lizer. What's a good underrated movie? What's a movie that flies under the radar that you seem to have only saw alone and no one else sees, but it's really good? Get your poll question responses at us on Twitter, at Austin Horton, at AP Lizer. We'll read those next here on The Movie Zone. You're locked on to The Movie Zone. With Austin Horton and Adrian Lizer on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Segment two of the movie zone here on a uh, wonderful week before the week before college football. Austin Horton, as always, Adrian Lizer. Soundtrack of the week, as mentioned in segment one, we got to go with Bruce Springsteen yeah. music. Uh, by the way, go ahead and look up some <laughs> Bruce Springsteen lyrics when you get a moment. Uh, just I might change ruined. your mind a bit about what his goals were i may have ruined a little bit of something for austin that he'd grown up with didn't i wouldn't say ruined it just it makes it, you rethink it actually not that it's a bad thing it's just sometimes these musicians use their music as commentary and we forget because we remember the hook of some of their famous songs that what the songs may have actually yeah, been about for example born in the usa sounds like a real cool rock song it sounds like feel good americana yeah but when you read the lyrics it doesn't match the sound of the song it's a commentary on vietnam yeah and the vietnam uh, war in conflict so uh it actually gives me newfound respect disagree or agree with the message right just the fact that he could write a song that would I don't know if it was on purpose disguised as a feel-good American song, but it was actually a commentary on the way things were being done back then here in this country. And I'm sure if we talked like a gigantic Bruce Springsteen fan, we'd be able to debate this. For sure. On the outset. But uh, great musician. One of, Actually, one of my favorite things, if you ever get a chance, go watch him at, like I think it was the 50th Rock and Roll Hall of Fame anniversary show. You know how they do a giant concert sure. every year? Him and you 2 played a set together. Very cool set. So go together. check it out. Yeah, I've they played together. That. Very I'll look cool. it up today. Anyway, yeah. That's so, enough Bruce Springsteen for you. There you go. The boss. Uh, yes, the boss. And, uh, of course, it's because Blinded by the Light comes out this week. We talked about in the first segment, British teen uh, of Pakistani descent and uh, into Bruce Springsteen music. So kind of like it reminds me of yesterday, but not clearly not the same story. Mm, okay. But just it's set in England. An old, kind of older band and music and inspires them. And anyway, it's supposed to be really good and kind of flying under the radar. And that's what brings us to our poll question of the week. Great poll question, Austin. Thanks, Adrian. Yes. Uh, we batted around a few and then I just thought, nah, we'll go with this one. So you were out of cell service for a bit. Had Randomly, to get it. I don't know. What's that? I don't know why, but 
just were you at home no oh i was at just at the high school where i'm doing tryouts and i don't know were why. you in the, the i was in the, the old bunker yes i was uh-huh. it was it's an old school so nah so I, I uh, went uh, rogue and did a poll That's question on my own yes. earlier this week. But what's your nomination for best under the radar movie, a movie no one but you seemingly saw but was still really good, or simply an underrated flick? At Austin Horton, at AP Lizer if you want to play along on Twitter. And uh, I want to start with at least the first on my timeline, uh, Hans Olsen, who said, Nothing but trouble. Amazing Chevy Chase movie all-time great in my opinion to which oh and now i'm not seeing the reply to his reply uh live oh living in slc Mm -hmm. said completely serious that's the first movie that came to mind when i read the question before i read any of the replies because he also said it and said hans beat me to it nothing but trouble yeah you seen nothing but trouble a long time ago i love old chevy chase movies though he's just kind of the kind of humor that I enjoyed watching. Dan Aykroyd, I think, was in that movie, too. I've never seen but Trouble. I'm going to have to look at... In fact, as I was perusing these poll question responses, there's a lot of movies that I want to go see that I haven't seen before that look really funny or really good. So thanks for uh, all your suggestions. Yeah, uh, John Candy, the late, great John Candy. Was he in that? Yeah. Demi Moore. I promise I'll like it. Yeah. Though. Yeah. But uh, There's it's... not a John Candy movie I didn't enjoy. Oh, yeah. He's so funny. Man, I miss that. I wish he was still around but yeah. to make funny movies. Uh, Sam, Matt Sanchez says, 1201, starring Jonathan Silverman. Kind of a scientific Groundhog Day. I'm the only one who has ever seen it, and it's so great. <laughs> I liked Jonathan Silverman when he had his day in time. He was, uh, of course, of uh, Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sarah's yeah. older brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in a baseball movie called Little Big League. I that love Little Big League. Yeah. for today. Yeah. Good... Is this under the radar from Chadwick the Burbs? Yeah. Uh, it is because... Because it's so early in Tom Hanks' career that yes. people forget he did comedies. Yeah. There's probably two generations of moviegoers who have not seen The Burbs. Right, that's true. Uh, I've seen blurbs of The Burbs. I've never seen the people, full People, like we've talked about when we've had Tom Hanks' poll questions, we've talked about movies from his early days in his career, which were so, like Money Pit. Uh, <laughs> his first one I remember is, is a Joe vs. the Inferno. No, Joe vs. the Volcano. Oh, Joe vs. the Volcano, yeah. yeah. We're <laughs> what a weird, weird, weird movie. movie but I think that was the first time they paired he and uh, Meg Ryan yeah. together. And uh, that's a weird one, but yeah. He's, he had some really good ones Turner back then. and Hooch. Turner and Hooch, don't forget. Big. Big, yeah. Big might be his best movie. Well, Forrest Gump. Well, Castaway. Well, Captain Phillips. I don't know. You choose. Yeah. Toy Story. Um, the Post. Ryan Miller says, Over the Top. Okay. The arm wrestling movie? Yeah. Was that Seagal in that? Who's that? Yeah, I think you're right about that. That Lloyd Cole brings that movie up all the time here at the Zone Sports Network. Still have never seen it. I've never seen it. And kind of feel like I should, just because everyone seems to have seen it. But under the radar, I'm sure it's not good. I'm sure it's like a cult classic, like that, uh, that Stallone arm wrestling movie. <laughs> that was almost a good Stallone you almost had there. Well, I've grown up my whole it. life, people's <laughs> looking at me saying, yo, Adrian. Hey, put your hand on the table. <laughs> uh, Dan says, Slammin' Salmon. The Slammin' Salmon. No now, clue. Now, Adrian, you would literally in tears love this movie would i the slamming salmon have you ever seen the movie waiting with ryan reynolds where he's a waiter yeah it's that movie only 10 12 years before it and in it with a different uh kind of plot but it's about a guy uh michael Michael, clark duncan he owns a restaurant called the slamming salmon 
and he just he's like king and he's just a ruthless jerk and it's stories about his waiting staff including specifically one guy who's trying to make it as an actor gets a gig on a tv show that gets canceled or he gets kicked off i can't remember it's just a funny funny okay funny movie. i'll have to check that out that's a good suggestion completely irreverent holy irreverent but Man, a funny movie michael clark duncan gone too soon as well we're talking about certain guys he's dead yeah he died in, like maybe 10 years ago 2012 wow yeah he uh i think he had you know he was so large that his heart was so big that it couldn't keep up if i remember wow right. yeah, really a guy Jeez. who was in armageddon the green mile sin city the island the island yeah like he was he had that voice that everyone knew that that really deep booming voice so yeah man that's too bad but i'll have to check out that movie uh frequency says someone i like frequency uh, says brody is it my brother Brody? No. I like Frequency. With Jim Caviezel? Yes, and uh, Dennis Quaid. I love that movie, actually. Father-son movie? It's weird. Yeah. It's it's hokey, but man, I like that movie. I, in fact, I own that, a DVD copy. Um, Joseph says two hotel ensemble movies last year. Okay. Bad Times of the El Royale and Hotel Artemis. You've seen the... I've seen both of them. Oh, you did? I enjoyed both. But I can see why they kind of went under the radar a little bit. Artemis looked really intriguing to me. Yeah. It was sci-fi-ish, and it was good. Yeah. It was where criminals went for hospital help yeah, yeah. or whatever, so they could stay under the radar yep. of the police. All right. And I really liked um, Bad Times at the El Royale. I didn't think it got as much love as it should have. Hans hated it. So, I don't know what that probably means is good. I don't know. Right. Uh, it just reminded me so much of a Tarantino movie. But it couldn't quite live up to Tarantino, so I oh. thought it was good, yeah. Jake Dean. What's up, Jake? What's up, Jake? We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Oh, is he coming back? I don't know. I think so. Oh. Maybe I should know I that know. before I... Perhaps. I'm not privy to those hiring practices. He tweeted out it was the best job he's ever had. Oh. Which means I was too nice to him, so we'll have to remedy that. But He didn't get you. <laughs> Jake says, hunt for the wilder people. I, never, I haven't seen that, but a lot wilder. of people liked it. Well, you not hear a lot, about but... it a lot, yeah. Uh, Tim says K-Pax saw it in two twenty. Hey K-Pax twenty twenty ten for the first time in my mind was blown. Stranger than Fiction is another one of my favorites, both underrated. And Jeff replied with Stranger than Fiction is Will Ferrell's best movie, but he's certain he's in the minority on that opinion. People love that movie. It's not my favorite Will Ferrell movie, but I liked it. Uh, I like it, it more his, every time I see it. It was kind of his first foray into more of a serious thing. Which was the problem for me. Right, at the time. It was like, just be a funny man, funny man. It was, yeah, because yeah. I didn't know. If I honestly, if I'd known going in that he was trying to just play it straight, I would have thought it was better than yeah. I did. But I thought, well, when's the Will Ferrellness going to happen? And there was a few little flavorings here and there. But yeah. Moreover, he was a straight man in that movie. Speaking so. of Will Ferrell... Another one, uh, Hundo says Megamind, and Justin Christensen responds with, I, "I thought that was a good animated movie that not a people, a lot of people saw because it wasn't Pixar and it's a little, I don't want to say it was early when the animation game kind of blew up, but kind of flew, it had a good cast though. Will so Ferrell, Brad Pitt did that one. Who did that one? Isn't that the same as the? I don't know. I think it was the same as. Or was it Sony? It's the same people who did like Monsters and Aliens and okay. that. So Dreamworks, Sony, I think maybe, I maybe DreamWorks, but. I thought uh, very good. underrated yeah. for sure. Very underrated. Alex Lundberg, producer here at the Zone, says that thing you do. Yeah, I I don't know if that uh, if that applies to this poll question. Does it? Is it under the radar? Speaking Is of Tom it Hanks, underrated. I think everyone loves that thing you do, don't they? I do love that movie. I'll tell you that was the that was the one that sticks out in my mind where my parents were like we're going to the movies and we're going to this movie and me and my brother threw an absolute tantrum 
because we did not want to go see right. a movie about a stupid music band. And then we loved it, every second of it, and can't get enough of it. So uh, That's sorry, surprising Mom that you didn't want to see that, because you're so musically inclined. Was it before that kind of all that? No, no, I was, but I was a teenager. I was 13, oh, 14. Oh, you're like, lame. Yeah. <laughs> I even want to pick a movie. <laughs> so, Mom and Dad are mean. They're taking me to the movies. Jason, Room. He knows Brie Larson won the Oscar for it, but I swear at any time I bring it up, everyone tells me they haven't seen or heard of it. Uh, that might be a good point. It did, because you hear people say new up and coming actress Brie Larson is going to make it in the Captain Marvel as Captain Marvel. I'm like she won a f- an Oscar. A what? A what, Scotty G? I was going to say a friggin' Oscar. <laughs> Can I say that? What did you say about then, people who don't come in and get the stuff from the table? Ah, uh, yeah, uh, you're right because she's not up and coming. Right, she's there. She won an Oscar. I'm pretty sure she's can... only down from an Oscar. Right. So. Unfortunately for her, Captain Marvel is a downgrade. Is it? I liked Captain no, Marvel. No, it is. That's what I'm saying. It's from an Oscar. Would Anything's she have gotten down. Captain Marvel had she not won the Oscar for That room? is a good question, Austin. Hmm. Chicken would, or the egg. Would she still be the Canadian pop teen star that she began her career Robin as? Robin Sparkles? It's the exact she, same story. It literally is. Let's go to um, the mall. Chris, Chris Rose says, The Life Aquatic with Steve Sisu. Bill Murray and Jeff Goldblum are amazing, and I enjoy the quirkiness of Wes Anderson. And he said this film is overlooked in Anderson's catalog. I would agree. For some reason, that's my favorite one. But for some reason, people, that's like at the bottom of their list. Hmm. I don't know why. I've not seen The Life Aquatic. You should watch Which it. means I shouldn't host the show, really. But You've seen, it. You've seen his movies, though. Yeah. Uh, Rich says The Outsiders, and this is maybe the only time you'll ever hear me say this, book. Read the book. Yeah. And that was then This Is Now. Also by S.E. Hinton. I never read that one. Oh, it's just as good as The Outsiders. Uh, Lance says, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Low-key, my second favorite movie of 2017. Good for you, Lance. Okay. Uh, Not a lot of people like that movie. No, I was one of them, really. But hey, if Lance liked it, he liked it. Good for him. Uh, Charlie Hudham, was that his name? Yep. He needed some people to see that movie. So, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People has already been said. The Book of Eli by Mike Child. I like that movie. Good twist at the end. Out of sight, says uh, Jocko. Rustler's Rhapsody from Jason. And I like this one from Ryan Hatch. Lion. Hmm. Uh, very under the radar. It was nominated for a ton of awards yes. and everyone was like, what? What is that? What yes. movie? But I think so many people then saw it on Netflix after that. Yeah. It was a great movie. Uh, Andrew says, Almost Heroes. One of Chris Farley's best movies <laughs> and almost everyone I know never watched it. That's a it's great true. one. That's a good answer. Because that's the Forgotten Farley, and it's terrific. It really is. That has to be one of his last ones, isn't it? Oh, maybe so. It might be he. It might be the last Chris Farley that was put together. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That was as Bartholomew Hunt. Uh, Nineteen ninety-eight. Isn't that wild? Twenty-one years ridiculous. ago. That's that's that's. He's silly. been gone since nineteen ninety-seven. How about Midnight Run with Robert De Niro and Charles Grodin? All right, that's a good movie. That is a great movie. And Ben. With maybe my favorite answer of the day, sneakers. <laughs> no idea what that oh, is. You've never seen it. I think it's Redford. Is it not? Or maybe if I'm, now I'm going to be ashamed if it's it not. It is Redford. Redford. Okay. And Dan Aykroyd. There's Dude. a lot of overlap with certain actors today that like movies that people love that are associated with many, the same people. Your assignment, and you have to accept it. A is, security pro finds his past coming back to haunt him when he and his unique team are tasked with retrieving a particularly important item. Is that item a person? I'm not saying. 
I'm not saying Adrian because you have to see it. Okay. It's real. It will be. It'll, it will be worth your time. It's got River Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wonderful movie. All right. Uh, any more you want to? No, that's there? good. That is the poll question of the week, and we thank you, each and every one of you. Sorry if you didn't get yours heard. Uh, we still love you. We still appreciate your participation, and it's vital to the show's success. So keep it coming, and we'll try and reply to you on Twitter, even if we didn't respond on air here. So thank you. He's at AP Lizer. I'm at Austin Horton each and every week on Twitter. Coming up next, some movie news and rumors as we close out another week of The Movie Zone. You're locked on to the Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Leiser on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Final segment of the Movie Zone this week. Austin Horton, Adrian Leiser, as always. Thanks for being a part of the show. Bruce Springsteen, soundtrack of the week, because Blinded by the Light is in Megaplex Theaters now. Go check it out. I think it's going to be under the radar good, so make sure that you're there in the theater to witness and hear, more importantly, the sounds of the boss. Thump, thump, thumping in your heart, heart, heart. I think he just released a new album, too. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. I'm not a Springsteen historian in any case, but I could probably recognize his voice if someone turned on a song. He was well before your time. Yeah. And a few years before my time. Yeah. So we we missed him, but we're familiar enough because that's how transcendent Parents listen to him, obviously. It's just one of those things. All right. I promised you a movie news and rumors story about Leslie Jones. Yes, I'm excited to hear. Leslie Jones, of course, the SNL and uh, comedian, and she's funny. She's very funny. Very, very, very funny. Uh, Whitney and my Whitney, my wife. So, Whitney and your wife is say, what you almost said. Whitney, my wife, and I. Oh, okay. Whitney, who is Wh- my wife. Whitney, your wife, and you. Yes. <laughs> we went to Disneyland, uh, I want to say two, three years ago, maybe. Sounds about right. Uh, and one of the last rides of the night, we were waiting in line for the Matterhorn. And we were chatting it up. With it was the, open? Yes. That's why we waited in line wow. almost an hour to go on it. Never been on Space Mountain, because every time I go, really? it's broken. Uh, go on the Jetstar 2 at Lagoon. It's the same exact roller coaster. Oh, okay, cool. Only it's outside and Space Mountain's inside. But uh, we were chatting it up with the people in line in front of us, behind us, all around us. And uh, I was, without even recognizing, realizing who I was talking to until we were almost at getting on the ride, uh, I was talking with this uh, guy, and the girl that was with him was talking with my wife. And then when they get on the ride, because they were ahead of us, mm-hmm. they get in the car before we do, and... It was Leslie Jones. That's awesome. And some dude that I don't know that was with her uh, there getting on the Matterhorn. And uh, then we went on, they went on the ride, we went on the ride, we got off the ride, and they were there again. We were catching up, and I didn't do anything. I just was like, Did you talk to her? Nope. Well, yeah, we we talked to them. That's so cool. But I'd never said, hey, can we get a picture or anything like that? I just let her have a day. I feel like when I, if not that I do, but when I encounter people, I just would not want to picture anything. I just, maybe it comes from our job too. We just are used to not. Maybe asking for autographs and things like that. We just kind of go along. But anyway, but she is one of Whitney's top five actresses really? and comedians of all time. And she was so mad at me that I didn't point out to her that that's who it was. Oh, she, really? She had a hat pulled down and she had a jacket up around. So she was, I just thought maybe this woman's cold or whatever, huh. but she was just trying to be a little incognito. And yeah. And yeah. actually she didn't, she didn't talk the exact same as she does when she's performing. Right. So uh, it was. You could see why Whitney didn't realize that's who it was. But she was so mad at me that I didn't nudge her and be like, "By the way, that's your girl." 
That's so funny. So knowing Whitney, she would have freaked. She did. Well, afterward, yeah. if she had met her, because she's so nice that you would have been there for a while. You would have been having dinner with Leslie Jones. Yes, we would have exchanged <laughs> numbers. We'd have me on the Christmas card list. That or arrested. I'm yeah, sure one of the two. Been, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, cool. Hutton, I didn't tell you, yeah. but it was still. That's we had cool. that moment now. Yeah. Where it wasn't take a picture, get right. an autograph, Instagram, look who I met. Just it's just us. I think it's better that way. But. I once sat at a table next to Sarah Michelle Geller. Not we were not at the same table. We were at different tables, but it was like me and then her was next to me. And you caught glances and I looked for drinks after? I looked like four times before I figured I was like, Who is that? I know her from somewhere. It was Buffy. Did we go to high school together? Yeah, yeah, no. I was like, wish. It was Buffy the vampire slayer. <laughs> that's funny. I didn't talk to her, but that's about as close as I've come to celebrities as often. And if if it's all right, I'll piggyback on that yes. with my other news and it. rumors. If Leslie Jones is Whitney's second favorite, Whitney's all time favorite is Melissa McCarthy. Hilarious. Would kill for that woman. My wife would. She is so funny, and I love that her and her husband act in all these movies together, and they're always this weird couple, <laughs> and they can do, you know, like, if you don't know, if you've seen Bridesmaids, the air marshal, that actor is her husband in real life. Some people will have yeah. their mind blown by it. Yeah, yeah. and so. Uh, but the rumors are floating and swirling about Little Mermaid and Melissa McCarthy playing the sea witch Ursula. And when she was asked about it, uh, or rather, sorry, that's uh, uh, there were rumors that she would be doing that. Uh, but now it's turned out that Queen Latifah is going to be portraying Ursula in The Little Mermaid. And M- Melissa McCarthy uh, will definitely be tuning in for it, says Variety Magazine. But when they asked her about a possible duet in the movie with Ursula and Queen Latifah, Melissa McCarthy said, What do you mean? Mm. I don't know. So... Watch for Melissa McCarthy to uh, be doing stuff with Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid stuff, I don't even really... I'm excited for the movie, obviously, because the remakes have been decent. I don't even want to talk about the backlash of that movie, because it just makes me so angry. Okay, and I, I, I crossed some things over there. Queen Latifah is playing Ursula in the TV live okay. edition of Little Mermaid. Okay. McCarthy will be playing Ursula, supposedly, in the movie. I think that's a good role. And so they're thinking maybe they'll yeah. mesh together anyway. That's a so good I, role. I mixed that up a bit. Yeah, good role. Um, Austin, speaking of Disney, um, the Disney Plus, which we talked about last week, they will be um, doing Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus will be in a bundle for twelve ninety nine a month, right. which uh, as someone who uses Hulu now, for that price, I might as well get the bundle, baby. You should. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, they're going to remake some movies. Okay. And of them, one of them is making headlines, but Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Night at the Museum, and Cheaper by the Dozen are being remade for Disney+. Plus. It's odd. And also, they're going to do a new Home Alone. Oh, that's beyond odd. That's bad. Do that's we need terrible. to, speaking of fresh ideas that we were talking about, like, do we need this? Well, they, can, we can don't. classics never die? We don't need it, but we'll, we'll not all die, see but it. can they just be left alone? Sure, yeah. But we're all going to see this. Yeah. We'll all tune in for it. We'll all dial it up on the old demand. And uh, if they, the only way that I can even fathom or stomach this happening, Adrian, is if there is cameos of Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci, and Daniel Stern. You know, Macaulay is a guy who he has had, I guess we could say, a troubled adulthood 
for the most part. Seems like he's turned his life around, which is good. Seems to be happy. Yeah, seems to be like... Took he, him a long time. Took him a long time. You're, Speaking back to segment one about these young actors yeah. and, and, and their parents putting them into the industry, Macaulay Culkin had a horrific go of it because of what monsters his parents were. So uh, Yeah, and then d- drugs and things got yep. involved and he fell by that way, but it seems like he's happy and he looks a lot better than he used to but anyway he's doing a podcast yeah, now he actually and... tweeted out a funny picture after this news came out like of him just looking like a slob on the couch like if you still need me i'm ready to go or something yeah <laughs> eating a bucket of chicken yeah, or whatever exactly. yeah. all right that's gonna do it this week here on the movie zone well we done. did it we, we did it again thanks to you for participating on the poll question as always get us on twitter i'm at austin horton adrian is at ap lizer and we got uh, a lot uh, in today and we got a lot more coming down the line one more week ahead of you next week before football season officially begins collegiately. So uh, get out yeah. to the movies. We'll uh, wrap up the summer of movies next week and then get you ready for the fall. Yeah, August is kind of one of those little light months when it comes to movies, but there's still there's going to be a couple things each week that you're want to, going to want to keep your eye on. And then we get into fall and winter. And that's, you know... They talk about summer blockbusters, but winter's got some big ones this yeah. year. So, All right, that's Adrian Lizer. I'm Austin Horton. We'll see you next week on The Movie Zone.